episodes of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is the Junkin' Jam Hour. Radio Free, Radio Free, Radio Free Brooklyn. Junkin' Jam, Junkin' Jam, Junkin' Jam, Junkin' Jam, Junkin' Jam. The Junkin' Jam Hour. Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> This is the Junkin' Jam Hour. I am your host, Christopher Albert. I am Albert. your host, Christopher Albert. I am your host, Christopher Albert. I am your host, Christopher Albert. Hello there. Happy Monday. You are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, the nonprofit community organization and freeform internet radio station streaming original content by New York City artists and broadcasters uh, right here in Brooklyn, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, joining me today, I have a very special guest for you guys. Uh, she has been featured in the New York Post, Time Out New York, has appeared on MTV, and was the voice of Amazon Prime's travel series, Beyond Moscow. We'll ask her about that. Uh, she's been featured in indie films in the New York Indie Film Festival, uh, as well as Long Island Film Festival and uh, National Geographic. Why not? Uh, she is the winner of the Brooklyn One-Liner comedy competition and uh was uh in the top five for the new york comedy competition uh right here in new york she has performed all over she's performed in new york comedy festival caroline's march madness um which is a big to do here in new york city boston's march madness uh new york she devil comedy festival uh as well as harmony uh, harmony you hear me harlem comedy festival i like mixing words here um Please help me welcome stand-up comedian, improviser, actress, trained in the arts of the musical theater, Miss Camille Theobald. Hello, Camille. Wow. Those are real claps, by the way. Wow. There's just like little people that live inside that <laughs> box of yours. We have them in the box. We've unbottled them for you today. Oh, my God. Thank you. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. So now we are going to be talking to you in a second uh, because you are so fascinating. Great. But hang out um, because right (laughs) now it is... um, It is really real, stupid, fake news time. (laughs) And uh, all that is is I just compile some real news, maybe fake news... Okay. Sometimes I just make it up. <laughs> okay. And this is our news of the day. There's just enough news going on in the yeah. world. We need our own news. Definitely. <laughs> so a uh, 28-year-old Florida man was uh, in desperate need of some money. Mm. Uh, so he took matters into his own hands. So he made his way to the public li- library and used their printers to print counterfeit cash of his own uh now he has since been arrested clearly but at least someone i'm surprised that it's, it's in florida but at least someone has finally figured out how to use a printer in a library <laughs> mm. i can never figure that out you couldn't oh yeah no. yeah sometimes you have to upload something into a card you uh, have to be a member of the library yeah. just get a printer just, just buy get a printer, a printer. just buy a printer <laughs> That's so funny. What an I idiot. wonder what happened, how he got caught there. Oh, the librarian's <laughs> And I was like, uh, 
Or maybe he printed it out and he's like, wait, this isn't double-sided. Right. How do I tape both right. sides? He needed help with it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, my money uh, isn't double-sided. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a dead giveaway. Yeah. So uh, Baltimore City Police have uh, fired a fellow police officer who was found intoxicated and slumped over in his patrol vehicle drinking on the job. Wow. Now, to be fair, I don't think there's not much else for police in Baltimore to do (laughs) other than get drunk. At this point, yeah, they're not allowed to do anything. Are you a drinker? Do you drink on the job? No, I don't drink on the job, but I do drink. Yes. Does does drinking before stand-up count as drinking on the job? No, that's kind of pre-gaming. Yeah, but they, like, give you free alcohol. Yeah. So it's kind of part of the job. They sometimes pay you in alcohol. That's how you get paid. (laughs) So I feel like that doesn't count. I guess, well, different type of job. Yeah. No one's expecting you to, like... Be sober. Be sober. (laughs) Right. Not yeah. a prostitute. <laughs> oh, no. That's how I begin all my conversations. Mm-hmm. Allegedly stole an off-duty NYPD cop's car in Brooklyn. <laughs> wow. Uh, with his gun still in the front seat. <laughs> Go her. Go her. Now, after now, what happened was he left her sitting there in the vehicle while he made a stop at the <laughs> ATM. Wow. Because he Cause- was withdrawing out cash. To pay her? To pay her for her services. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh! I thought he arrested her. <laughs> well, he... <laughs> Apparently that's not. That's what the story would make you think. Right? Yeah. That's how we set it up. Now, to be fair, <laughs> I don't think there's much for New York City policemen to do. <laughs> other than hire prostitutes. Probably, yeah. I mean, what else? They just, they miss all those stop and frisk days. Yeah, well... Which... <laughs> So they're still trying to get frisky. They're still trying to get frisky. Now the stop and frisk is actually there's stopping and paying you to, <laughs> to frisk, frisk them. them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> in Ohio, uh, mother. Shout out to all the mothers in Ohio. Hey. <laughs> oh, hi. Uh, an Ohio mother is facing charges after she allegedly allowed a teen another teenager to give her own 10-year-old son a tattoo. Now she was, Wow. Yeah. Now she was charged with first-degree misdemeanor, child endangerment, and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Ooh. Apparently what happened was that she got tired of her son asking for a tattoo. So she's like, okay, fine. But was uh, it a mom tattoo? <laughs> then I feel like she's like, well, as long as you get my long, name on you, right? then it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> now, uh, apparently her son also asked for a Prince Albert. <laughs> oh, jeez. But he's going to have to wait until mom gets out of prison. <laughs> for her to approve it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'd imagine your mother has told you no to lots of things. When I was 10, I wanted a belly button piercing. Really? And she's like, when you turn... So young. Yeah. So random. She's like, when you turn 13, you can get one. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Okay. And then by the time I turned 13, I was like, yeah, I don't need it. (laughs) I don't want it anymore. No one needs all that infection. (laughs) It was just like, seemed weird. I don't know. 
I also went through a Jesus phase. So that was probably part of my Jesus phase. We'll talk about that, right? You Were you once a Mormon? No, I was never no. Mormon, just like born-again Christian. Just the born-again Christian, okay. Yeah. Some of us don't know the difference. <laughs> there is a big difference. Yeah. Um, one is based in fiction and the other one is based in a little more fiction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although, I will say, you know, I do appreciate and do respect people's faiths. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta believe in something. You gotta believe in something. Uh, last one. This is just something I wrote here this morning on the Ooh, ride here. Look at that. Fancy wow. hand. Chicken scratch. Very fancy. Now, a lioness. Ooh. <laughs> that is a female lion. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> I am a comedian. That wasn't for you. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Oh, it just suddenly got hot in here. Uh, me too. Um, now, a lioness <laughs> in the... In the, in the Indianapolis Zoo Okay uh, Killed the father of her three cubs <laughs> Very recently Because he wouldn't pay child support Well exactly Like I, I feel <laughs> like if, if we're having trouble decide what to do with the deadbeat dads Yeah We can now just send them to the <laughs> Indianapolis Zoo <laughs> Yeah Sounds like Sounds like a good plan to me Good plan There we go Deadbeat dad no longer Just dead so that's it. Aww. That was our that was uh, our breaking news. Yeah, it's very breaking. If we can call it that. Yeah, very important news that I'm really, really, really glad we all were a part. Of. So back to you, Camille. Oh, hi. Okay. The vault. Yeah. Now you um, aren't originally from New York City. You grew up in. Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, City Utah. Yeah, uh, I moved here 11 years ago. Isn't that crazy? Not crazy. Well, I mean, it's either here or LA, right? Yeah. Why yeah. here and not LA? My sister was moving here. Oh. So um, I was set to study dance and theater at the Colorado Ita. State University. Yeah. The well, Ita. that makes sense, right? Because yeah. if you're going to study theater. Yeah. But now you went to Colorado first. Well, so I was set to do it. It was like three months before college was going to start. Uh, and then my sister was like, hey. I'm leaving. I'm thinking about going to New York, <laughs> but we've looked at rent prices yes. and it's really expensive. So if you come with us, we'll actually be able to afford oh. rent. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Sign and me so, up. Yeah, we found a brownstone in bed <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Did you have like 10 roommates? No, it was just us three on the top floor. But the middle floor was weird because we didn't really have a barrier between us and the middle floor. So like they could just come up oh. into our bathroom at yeah. any moment. <laughs> All the other doors did have locks on them, but it wasn't like really blocked yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the brownstones, they're, yeah. they're meant to ha- be like a, a whole family. house. Yeah. yeah. And so that was kind of awkward, but... It was a you good price. You got used price. to it. Yeah. 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 It was just a small price to pay. <laughs> and now they charge way more, which is just well, ridiculous. Well, everything is, has gone up. So cool. now, um, so other than being, obviously, your dreams mm-hmm. of being in the theater. Yeah. Actress. <laughs> a real actress. A real actress. Which I've seen yeah. a lot of your work. You are. Well, thanks. Uh, you wanted to be, once wanted to be a competitive dancer. Yeah, so when I was like, um, 
So I used to watch music videos, um, MTV, back when it used to just be music videos. Yes, yes. Uh, All Janet for videos. For hours. Yeah. I would just watch it for hours and hours and hours. And I would um, learn all the dances to like Britney Spears and Love Christina it. Aguilera and all of that. Who has um, time for homework? Britney's on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, homework's for losers. Losers. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I actually really did get bad grades. Um, <laughs> so when I was like, I, since I was like 11 or so, I always wanted to dance and like be in a dance team. Yeah. Eventually, my dad finally agreed to pay for it. So <laughs> thanks, dad. <laughs> thanks, dad. When I turned 12. Living the dream. Yeah, I um, started uh rehearsing and dancing with this like little company and then we would do little dance competitions with the local dance companies at our like amusement park the lagoon um, <laughs> it's called the lagoon yeah and we would like have a whole day of dancing and judges would tell us like how well we did yeah and then how did you grade there um i was okay i mean yeah. i was pretty new <laughs> i was not great in the but beginning. that did not, and that just shows just, just obviously your bravery and confidence. Confidence goes a long yeah. uh, goes yeah. a long way. Obviously, like yeah. where we you have to believe in something. Why not believe in yeah. yourself enough exactly. to be like, hey, if they can do it, yeah, I can do it. I've watched enough hours of Britney Spears to know. Yeah, I've watched enough hours that- of Made. <laughs> oh, and that really inspired oh. me. I know it's kind of crazy <laughs> to say that that show inspired me, but it did. That is hilarious. I was like, I just have to work harder than everyone else because I started so late. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. ten. I should have started when I was three. Yeah, I mean, some of them did, and they were. Well, I mean, they were studying so... piano. <laughs> yeah, they're a like whole rich other kids. language itself. Yeah. Now you come from a big family. How many siblings do you have? I have six brothers and sisters they're all half and you're not Puerto Rican and you're not Puerto Rican <laughs> I'm not Puerto Rican I mean how will that happen <laughs> now are they, uh, you said are they're all half they all have their own yeah so father my, it's kind of like the Brady Bunch like my Love mom it. her first marriage had three kids yeah my dad his first marriage had two kids then my dad and mom met had me ah. and then got divorced again sure and my dad had that another kid that wasn't your fault by the way um, actually, I was supposed to save the marriage. Turns oh, out uh, babies don't save marriages. They do not. <laughs> not unless yeah. they have a degree in therapy. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so The pressure. The pr- I know. Like making a baby do therapy. How old therapy. were you when they, they did um, divorce? I was not even born. <laughs> oh, okay. So, like I never knew them to be together. So it wasn't weird. It was just like, yeah. oh yeah, mom's always been a single player. You yeah. know? Play she ain't got time for this. Yeah. <laughs> if you ain't got your shit together, then we don't have to wait for nine months. We can just <laughs> yeah, exactly. call it quits now. I'm I mean, fine. she was the one without her shit together, but... <laughs> oh, well. Uh, Thanks for throwing mom under the bus there, Camille. I mean, if we're going to be honest here... <laughs> Um, now, did you? Now, was she the one who moved you all guys to Colorado? No, my bro, my dad lives in Colorado. So at one point, oh. yeah, at one point, well, that um, makes sense. You were like, okay, mom, sorry, yeah, I gotta go. I choose dad. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> choosy moms choose gifs, but choosy kids choose dad. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a great commercial. Uh, <laughs> I love it. You need to be in it. So, <laughs> so I moved to Colorado, and actually, it was 
awesome because their competitive dance team was way better and I learned so much more there. Uh, they were just a lot more strict about rehearsals and uh, so so then yeah. obviously dancing yeah um, gave you your early start, your early sense mm-hmm. of dedication and hard work yeah. and repetition yeah and to a, this particular craft. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and choir how, and yeah. But like dance was the one that was like you had to be on your shit. Yeah. You know, no slack. That was your drug. Of, of, yeah. That was the lead in to everything yeah, else. Exactly. That's my gateway drug. Your gateway drug was, was dance. Do you yeah. still dance, by the way? Um, for fun. If you have to. Yeah. For funsies. Um, <laughs> I, after moving to New York and um, auditioning for like cruise ships and musicals uh, and all of that. All right, um, right. I really just didn't feel like I fit in. And okay. um, I. Well, have you. Uh- I'm Have short. you met the dancers of New yeah. York and LA? It's yeah. like, whoa, hello. Yeah, they're like super skinny, super, super tall. Yeah. And I mean, people still tell me, well, you don't have to be skinny and tall to be a dancer. Oh, these people aren't. I'm like, eh. You just have to dance big. <laughs> I'm like, no, I went to those dance calls and I danced very well. Yeah. And I didn't get callbacks. <laughs> but that tall, skinny girl who couldn't even yes. land a pirouette got called back. Okay. Yeah. So it is a look. It is a look. Yeah. It is a look, and whatever. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> my my thought was like, well, maybe I could just be in music videos, <laughs> and then I realized my <laughs> butt wasn't big enough. So I could just be a music video vixen. <laughs> but it, it kind of helped uh, through musical theater school. Uh, my acting teacher, my musical theater teacher, uh, found that when I did like funny, goofy characters. Yeah. I was able to relax more and just be more into the performance rather than being so uh, worried about how I looked. And when I did like the sexy dances, singing, like I'd always like, it just wasn't natural. It didn't look right. natural and it looked overworked. And and so... Um, so humor was your beginning then of learning how to be vulnerable. Yeah. And more in that moment. Yeah. But you have to be anyway. Yeah. In the craft of, of the craft of humor. Yeah. Humor. Humor. <laughs> so tell us a little bit yeah. then about how you... <clears throat> well, am I jumping? With, did you did you go into acting before you went into stand-up comedy? Um, it was kind of like all at the same time. All at the same time. Um, well, like I, I studied for a year and a half. Uh, it was a two-year conservatory, but I didn't take any breaks, so it ended up being just a year and a half. In acting and music theater. Yeah. Yes. And so during that, I kind of discovered that I liked to be funny and I liked the sound of laughter. And so I still pursued the serious stuff and the musical theater stuff. But yeah. while I was pursuing that, I was taking classes at UCB and I like joined this random sketch comedy group and... I was auditioning for different like funny scenes through backstage and yes. um, still doing funny stuff on the side, not um, taking it too seriously, but just like, oh, I might as well be well-rounded. I might as well like get better at this thing. Right. Each one helps the other. Each yeah. craft helps the other become a lot better. And yeah. sometimes you just, um, sometimes a light bulb will go off in one place. Yeah. And it's needed. 
yeah. in this other place. So, so you spent a lot of time in New York putting all of these puzzle pieces together. Yeah. So then, within about a year of graduating, <clears throat> I did my first open mic at New York Comedy Club, and I think you were there. <laughs> Pretty Was sure I? you were there. Yes. Um, and it it just felt so fun and easy and. Uh, freeing to say my own material. No one told right, me what to do. Right. I just went up and did everything by myself. I didn't have to rely on anybody. I didn't have to tell anyone I was there. You know, like I just showed up, paid five dollars, yeah, went on stage, and um, I mean, it was all dudes, so I got a lot of positive <laughs> feedback for being the new female comedian. Yeah. But it felt good to have positive feedback because. Uh, dancing was so competitive. No one ever complimented each other. Uh, same with musical Which theater. Which is so it was silly. So, yeah. I mean, we think of as as artists, and I know my husband's a dancer. Mm. He does it hip hop, ballet. He does it all. Yeah. And um, it's so weird because he'll find that he'll get a lot of hate or side eyes mm. from other women but you're not competing with women yeah he's a guy he's a dude who yeah. just happens to love and it shows that he loves to dance and yeah. he likes to do it well yeah <laughs> he likes to do a great job and but he also likes to tell others you know thank you I, I liked what you did you know um, yeah that was really amazing and, mm -hmm. and we all do what we do because we like we, we actually we need to be in that kind of space of camaraderie and yeah and I really don't uh, even now as a comedian it's like uh, there are moments when it feels very competitive and and feisty but I'm like why like we're all so different no right. one's unless you're we're really unless in competition saying, with yourself really yeah right? unless you're saying my jokes I don't <laughs> see you as competition yeah like we're all so different and we all have a different thing to bring um And of course, there's times when like the jealousy bug will uh, like infect me, and then I have to just okay. like realize like oh. in what way, like a self jealousy thing is that is this something well, like, a oh, comparison that, thing? Yeah, a comparison. More so, yeah. yeah. But it's like I realize that when it's happening, and I go stop that. Can't compare yourself. Yeah. But it's like you know, it's obviously a process learning that and right. learning how to. Um, stop doing it and and uh, focusing back on what you're doing and not what other people are doing. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you want to look up to people that, as right. inspiration, that's different. But if you're looking at why do they get that and I didn't, you can't, there, you don't know the answer. Right. You just so gotta keep going. So why dwell on an answer you don't know? Yeah. Move on. Do what you can do your well, best. It sounds yeah. like you have a healthy relationship With being a performer. And yeah. I think that's what we see, right? Not everyone mm. yeah. has that. However, <laughs> I think what what I've noticed from mm -hmm. those people sometimes we ask, yeah. how are they doing this? How mm -hmm. are they getting this with far, far less training than I? <laughs> yeah. I think because what we can take from them, from what I've noticed for myself, is some people just have that... Just abandonment. They don't care. They don't care what other people think. Yeah. And that's something we can take oh my from God. them and borrow Definitely. from them. Yes. Uh, I'm so... It's uh, hard to be... I, it's I hard to be... Different. Do, yeah. 
delusional. Delusional sometimes, <laughs> but that's what we need to be. Like, delusional <laughs> confidence. Like, right. you really have to believe in yourself so much to the point where everyone else just assumes, well, you must be great because you believe in you. Right. It's the salesman thing. And it's also Sell just... Sell it. If, you're, if you continually believe that you're talented and you keep going after things and you keep pushing yourself, then you will be that good. Yes. So... Yeah, I mean, believing in myself is honestly the number one problem I've had in my career. But you still I persevere. Still I still do it. Fake it but I'm constantly up. doubting myself along the way. Well, we've got a, yeah. a lot to talk about. Yeah. Still, still, guys. Oh my gosh. Um, but I want to take a little Ooh. quick break. First of all, guys, you are listening to, in case you haven't heard it enough in the intro... This is the Junk and Gem Hour. I'm your host, Christopher Albert. And um, I like I love how I whitewashed my name. Um, <laughs> this is Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, now, if you like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn uh, when you're not in front of your computer, uh, please consider downloading the free mobile app uh, on your iPhone and or Android uh, or your beeper, pager. I don't know what you're working with these days. Uh, available at the App Store. For iPhone and obviously Google Play for the Android. Uh, or just visit us at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Um, that is us. But uh, now, it is time, Camille. Mm. I, um, every week, yeah, I write Ooh. horoscopes. Wow. For our listeners. Now, if you are a <laughs> listener looking for sincere genuine spiritual zodiac guidance yeah this is not the place okay (laughs) (laughs) now do you enjoy is this something you do for funsies sometimes yeah your horoscopes yeah do you always like like, what it Ooh, he's a taurus let's see if we match let's see if we match you (laughs) just put in the birth dates yeah i love it Uh, so now um you're a writer Mm -hmm. um a lot of the times, you know, they tell us to learn how to. Same thing with joke writing. We learn how to kill our babies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, something I like to do is I don't always kill all of my babies. I represent them in a different way. <laughs> oh, nice. So, they have manifested here into the horoscopes. Ooh, I like. So, but now these are horoscopes. Comedian edition. <laughs> yes. Yay. Okay. Okay, so let's begin. Capricorn. Mm. Uh, Andy Kaufman, mm-hmm. uh, eccentric and daring comedian, mm-hmm. awkwardly brilliant, mm-hmm. unlike most Capricorns I know, whose personalities are that of a schizophrenic hyena. <laughs> Have you ever told a Capricorn a joke in public? Don't. <laughs> they just don't have the capacity of understanding of when to stop laughing or knowing when it's not funny. Or if it's funny at all. <laughs> They're schizophrenic about it? Uh, just just don't invite your Capricorn friends okay. to a night out of comedy. <laughs> Leave them at home. Aquarius. Chris Rock. Cool. Ooh. Intelligent. Uh, makes you want to analyze your life. <laughs> now, the only thing an Aquarius outside of comedy has ever made me think of is changing my number. <laughs> I mean, they never call. <laughs> they right? don't. Yeah. And when they do, I'm like, oh my God, why did I pick up? <laughs> it's 
also to all of my Aquarius friends, uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't call anyone. <laughs> Pisces. Our Pisces comedian friends include Chelsea Handler, mm. Wanda Sykes, Jordan Peele. Mm. Successful, insightful, all thought, thought-provoking, right? Mm. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. But try dating one. <laughs> <laughs> the most you'll get from a relationship with the Pisces is Carrot Top. <laughs> Don't do it. Aries. I'm married to an Aries. Ooh. Another Aries, uh, Louis Anderson. Hmm. Politely funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has this like great joke about um, the people who enjoy his comedy are ready to go to bed by 7 p.m. Those are, <laughs> those are the people who enjoy his comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is odd because I find most Aries hurtful, <laughs> spiteful, <laughs> catty. <laughs> if you're an Aries, take a lesson from Louie. If nothing nice is going to come out of your mouth, just stuff it with some pie. Mm, nice. Yeah. I like that. Taurus. Taurus. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Oh. George Carlin. Don Rickles. Wow. One of my faves. They're all Tauruses, um, which I think is quite an anomaly <laughs> <laughs> because I have yet to meet a Taurus that made me laugh. And there's a lot I can laugh at. <laughs> Except for Taurus's sad life. Aww. Gemini. Not all Geminis are as slick and witty as Amy Schumer or Bill Burr. Mm. Mostly Geminis are the only ones who find themselves funny. <laughs> <laughs> and they're also passive-aggressive. It's like, just tell me straight up what you want, Gemini. So that way I can tell you straight up to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Geminis. Have you ever lived with a Gemini? No, I've dated one. Ugh. Did you have to like walk on eggshells so you didn't hurt their feelings? Kinda. Yeah. But I just did. I like. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely did. And they that. couldn't just say what they wanted. <laughs> yeah. They had to dance around it. Yeah. Or make it seem like it was your problem when it was really theirs. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> cancer. <laughs> uh, cancer comedians include Kevin Hart, Lonnie mm-hmm. Love, Jim Gaffigan. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites, Gerard Carmichael. Ooh. Bring the Carmichael show back, guys. Oh, my most favorite. <gasps> uh, cancer. Phyllis Diller. Uh, all great story and joke tellers. So, uh, Cancers, I think you should find it in your heart to learn from these guys and women mm-hmm. and find a sense of humor today. Please. You're crying and pouting. It's just tired. Mm-hmm. Cancers. Cancers. They're the Cancers of They're society. They're the Cancers of society. Great criers. <laughs> Leo. You know who Ooh. else is a Leo? Who? James Corden. Ah, okay. I can see that. Virgo! <laughs> you just move on, that's it. <laughs> Virgo, that's, that's me. That's you, Holla. Hey. <laughs> we have we have a Virgo in the house, which deserves an air horn. 
Now, uh, some of my personal favorite comedians, other than Camille, John Mulaney and Dave Chappelle, they're Virgos. Uh, I wish more Virgos, though, were like them. That includes you, Camille. (laughs) I wish more Virgos were like Camille, John, and Dave, because instead of the sneaky little secret mongers that you are, you know, (laughs) there's no reason to hide who you truly are, Virgo. We all know you don't like to wear underwear. <laughs> and we're not judging you. Uh, I love Only your way. parents are. Only your parents. Libra. Mark Marin, stand-up comedian, podcaster, writer, and actor. Mm-hmm. A lot more creative than most Libras I know. I legit know a Libra who has paid someone else to write all of their papers oh my in God. school. And that person is now a middle school teacher. <laughs> Libras. Teaching our future the art of mediocrity. <laughs> Scorpio. I usually think of Scorpios as sexy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy Griffin. Mm-hmm. Not traditionally sexy. But she's confident she's in her confident. own skin. She's got... Even if that skin is pulled tight around her neck. <laughs> But still confident, nevertheless. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Scorpios uh, should know, though, that there is a fine line between confidence and stupidity. And uh, it's chilly outside today, so Scorpios, cover up. (laughs) (laughs) Wear a coat. Wear a coat. Wear a scarf. Yeah. Not this, like, breastless coat. (laughs) We just put on a coat with nothing underneath. Yeah. Feeling sexy and Scorpio-like. <laughs> yeah. Where you going? Shopping. <laughs> Naked? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but at least use one of the buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of them. Just one. One of them. <laughs> and maybe like a razor. Sagittarius. I'm a Sag. Fellow Sagittarians include Tiffany Haddish, Sarah Silverman, and Richard Pryor. We are very capable of making people laugh. (laughs) But that could easily turn into a big scene. One minute you're joking, the next thing you're getting pushed on the floor. (laughs) Sagittarius, I think it's time to realize not everyone likes you. (laughs) Or your jokes. (laughs) Give it a rest. Camille? Yes. Oh, man. That was it. That was our horoscopes. I feel like we changed lives just now. That's, I think that's what we're in the business of doing sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes we want to do, we want to affect positive change in the world. Yeah, definitely. Now, you are an actress. Yes. Just a performer, just an all-around. Yeah, all the things. All-around, well-developed, well-developed. Yes. Performer. Yeah. Um, now you uh, <laughs> took a master class in acting with our dear friend Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Does it feel any different in hindsight to know yeah. that obviously the privilege was an honor? Yeah. I feel validated <laughs> because he yelled at me. He yelled at you. Yes. I don't know if you saw the ads, but it does show him yelling at me to oh, sit I... on my hands. 
because um, apparently I was moving my hands a lot in the monologue. Um, you were Mariah carrying it. Y- yeah, yeah. That's how I was doing it. So <laughs> I watched the monologue, by the way. Oh, thanks. I was. I thought it was impressive. Thank you. I thought I did fine, but I mean, I guess I kind of see what he's saying now. Right. Like right. in hindsight, I see, see his notes. It has to be intentional, right? It has to be yeah. every movement, like dancing, every movement yeah. has to be intentional, has to be part of yeah. telling that story. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> someone yeah. like Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. could probably have used that opportunity <laughs> to just say something, to just have something to say. Yeah. But now, how does it feel to be... Or does it change your idea of having been given some kind of acting insight Mm. from a man who once sexually assaulted (laughs) a 14-year-old boy? Um, I think (laughs) uh, the lesson learned from that is um, people who do bad things aren't always who you think they're gonna be so they're um, all around they're all around and they're uh, normal people and like humans of course we all make mistakes but he continually made the mistake over and over and over again uh knowing that it wasn't correct and just knowing that he well, could you get have away to with kind- it so i think i think he just some at uh, some point innately developed into a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I a I'd sexual heard, predator douchebag. I'd heard actually. I didn't really hear anything before doing the project, but during the project, oh. other uh, actors were like, "So you know he's gay, and like it's like this underlying thing. He'll never admit it. Um, he doesn't like to talk about his his personal life." Which I actually I totally understand. You don't have to, especially right. if you're an actor. If you're a comedian, you have to talk about your personal life. But if you're just an actor, it's kind of nice to leave people in the dark so that they don't put any of your personal life onto the characters you're playing. Right. Um, Typecasting. But then there was, like, rumors that he was always handsy with, like, the young PA boys, yeah. you know. Handsy. And I was like, what? No way. <laughs> so then we were making jokes backstage about it. <laughs> and he was never He was never in the same room with us. No. Ever. He was... He was obviously, he needed his privacy. Yeah, yeah. So um, during the project, it just felt odd that he was so disconnected from all of us. And um, we only saw him when the cameras were rolling. Were rolling, yeah. And so it just kind of felt so fake. Like the whole thing. And like, I get... Now, did you get what you wanted out of it? Um, Which was... I did learn things. I met really cool actors. Um, yeah. I became a SAG must join. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, what is a SAG must join? <laughs> like I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Foghorn. It means I can't do another SAG project without joining. Oh. Like I'd been signing Taft Hartleys. Um, okay. All right. So, I think. You, I mean, you, you people did enough. recognize that I was a, a trained actor after that. So that was yeah. nice. But on the other hand... Do they like, have... This, obviously... You know what? This is this is the Junkie Jam Hour. Yeah. We're featuring Camille Theobald. If you don't understand what we're talking about... 
It's about time you did. <laughs> look up Kevin Spacey Masterclass. No, no, no. Just in general. <laughs> I mean, look. Do, do they? Yeah. Are, are you capable of financing SAG fees now or no? I saved up enough. I could join if I wanted. You could join if you wanted. But there's way more non-union work. Yeah. So okay, I hear that. I'm gonna wait till I absolutely have. If huh? I like, if I book a Netflix. <clears throat> Uh, episode like series whatever if, I'm always if I'm, still applying to it, union work anyway. oh yeah <laughs> I would like, like that <laughs> guys have you run out of union people for that part <laughs> yeah bring me in bring me in yeah um I definitely would join if it was like a national commercial a good part that was worth paying three thousand dollars to yeah. join a union and then what it's a couple hundred every year after that <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. All right. Well, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Now, you also, very fascinatingly, Ooh. now you play an instrument. Yeah. I'm not that good at it anymore. Oh, but anymore? I used to play guitar and ukulele yeah. all the time. But how do you not be good at it anymore? Do you I lose just like practiced. your. Yeah. So, you, so you're a little time. out of practice. Yeah. Well, you get, um, get to practicing your chords. You didn't sell them, did you? Do you still have like... Oh, I still have them. Yeah. Yeah, because that's like my... Um, it's like an art that I do for myself, not necessarily to perform. Uh, but the last time I played, it was with Keith Urban. Yes, that's right. That's <laughs> For his we're project. Yeah. Which so is funny. Random. Like, it was just like, oh, yeah, I can play guitar. Okay, can you learn these like... 10 songs <laughs> by this day and I was like uh sure okay <laughs> and they like send I us DVDs this. of of him teaching oh, you oh that's right yeah he, he had a he He's has a video a out of tutoring yes yeah and uh basically you do all that you do all the tutoring all those videos and then you base uh, uh so say what you thought like yeah. what was your review of all of it and I thought it was just gonna be very you know, um, like a proactive commercial. Like, I did these videos and now I'm a great guitar player. Whatever. Right. And strum. Then, yeah, strum. Um. Uh, and so they're like, all right, play a song for us. So I'm like playing the song and then all this, like they're filming it and um, I see someone like walk into the frame, the corner of my oh. eye and I'm like, who's in my frame? <laughs> I look over and it's Keith Urban no. and I was like, oh, <laughs> and um, it was pretty awesome. That's and then great. he's like, let's what play. What a great surprise. Yeah, it was cool. He smells like cologne big time. Yeah. He wears a lot of it. But he's so nice. He's like the so nicest nice. person. Yeah. He's looking more and more like his wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we love you. <laughs> he's very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So that's cool. That's that's a, a, a great project to have yeah. on your belt. Yeah. So, but now, um, are you are you at, um, in any upcoming festivals that we need to know about stand up wise? Um, I just did. She makes me laugh. The, right. That festival at the pit. The pit. Fest, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you do there? Just like a a tight five. Uh, I actually did twelve minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It like ranged from half hour to whatever. Oh yes. Okay. So it's kind of like whatever so you just like four or five wanted. Acts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was like all day from noon to nine yeah, p.m. All different shows. There was improv, sketch, stand up, storytelling. It was really cool. Um, all female festival. Uh, the only problem was oh. they only had one headliner 
that wasn't white. <laughs> so uh, that became a little bit of an issue. Because it. it's like, clearly there's a lot of women of color to choose from. Right. It's like, especially New York. Like, yeah. I don't know if you're in the middle of Michigan, I get it. So now, but is this, you're in New York. <laughs> is this something... You know, we have this misconception, you know, if you're not brown, mm-hmm. you're not really aware. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um how at the at the on the other on the other hand, it's like, oh well you don't I at least you know, you shouldn't always feel like you have to apologize for your own success either, right? No, of course not. Um I but I think it's the job of the producers to have a balanced But now, are you as a comedian Mm -hmm. performing in this festival? Mm -hmm. You've been given given a platform. Yeah. Do you voice that using this platform? I mean, do you find that this this is part of your job? Yeah, I feel like I have to say something. Yeah. Um. And it's interesting because I mean, it was put together by three white women and one non-white I'm not sure I didn't ask her uh, what her background was but um, so like you see because we think we think automatically oh look it's it's a women's festival already yeah you know an underserved yeah but there's an issue of society right yeah but there's this issue I think white women over victimize themselves Um, as a woman yeah they're like, I'm a woman, so I don't get this and this. My rights is, are under attack. <laughs> yeah. Which may... Yeah, that is not untrue. Right. But compared to women of color, we deal with nothing. <laughs> like, what we deal with is not even close to what yeah. um, Hispanic women deal with, black women, like Native American women, like the amount of money they make compared to a white man is huge it's not this 72 percent of a dollar it's there's like 40 percent of a dollar and no one talks about that they're always like we make women make 72 percent of every man's dollar or what is it 78 Uh, i don't know yeah i'm like yeah that's that's white women so you're not even fully correct right now and actually white women make more than black men still wow statistically by these statistics that i've seen so I think it's um, I think it's time we get specific with these things, and we can't make broad generalizations that um, that don't affect everybody the same. Yes, even they if don't they affect are women. everyone the same. Right? Yeah. Well, look at it, Camille Theobald bringing us the statistics, the statistics, the schooling us. Yeah, we like that. Thank you. Is this what uh-huh. you mean? Now you have this motto. I don't know if I can call it that. Uh-huh. Healing the world. Yes. One joke at a time. Yeah, I want everyone to love each other. Yeah. Like why? Uh, you know, it's all good and fun. Like make up, make fun of each other, of course. Um, but I, uh, I don't understand how people don't just love everyone. <clears throat> love well, each I other. Well, I think what you're... What, 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 what you're stating is more than just love. Yeah. It's understanding right? it's and under- respect. Right. Empathy. Yeah. And having each other's back. Yeah. We don't do everything, anything we do, we don't do alone. Yeah. Obviously, there's plenty of people in this world we wish didn't exist, but unfortunately, yeah. we do. Unfortunately. Well, and that's the hardest part is as much as I don't 
like Trump, I have to. Uh, she brought up. She brought I have. We, if I'm going to expect everyone to respect each other and love each other, then that means I have to actively love Trump. And I clearly don't like anything he does, but I still have to respect him as a human. And the only way we're going to be able to change his mind is by respecting him as a human. I'm not going Kanye here. No, no, no. I I hear what what you're saying. Uh, I hear what you're saying. Although that is kind of... Kanye. It's kind of Kanye. It's not kind of Kanye. Um, I understand what you're saying. I just don't think there's any reason. Yeah. I don't think Uh, there's any reasonable... He won't. He probably won't. Having, I don't know. You know, reasonable, yeah. rational discourse totally. with the gentleman. Yeah. Um. So I don't think he's deserved. Oh yeah. The, res- the respect in return. Mm-hmm. However, I do. I do understand what you're saying. That does not mean I have to call anyone names. Yeah. Or slur insults. Yeah. I don't have to make. Um, his way of being affect mine, yeah, so to speak. There's other ways of um, countering that. Yeah, I think and stooping I, to his level will not fix the problem. It only feeds exacerbates the problem. it. Yeah. Um, oh, I just said something that rhymes with masturbate. So, um, <laughs> Camille, now you are working. Yes. Um, on a few projects. Yeah. You're working on a web series. Working on a web series. Just, I mean... Is this for IG? Is this for Instagram TV? for Instagram in general. Just, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because you have to form out specifically for IGTV. And I'm like, guys, I just spent hours of editing and now you want me to reformat? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I'm writing. Love it. creating, putting that together. Um... I went on tour this summer. I did like a little like uh, Utah, Colorado, New Mexico tour. Um, And it was so much fun. And it just made me love comedy in a different way than I ever have loved it. Because in New York, you're just so limited uh, to funds and audience that leaving and being treated like you matter was so refreshing. And um, so I'm just from that, I'm like, how do I bring that into my everyday creativity still living in New York? How do I achieve that in the same way? Um, So I've been, you know, working on an hour and um, I did an hour at the creek um, and I did an hour like when I was on the road. Yeah. Um, So now it's just a matter of like getting the hour to be perfect and right. the right venue and recording and um yeah getting out there and, well, and putting well, more us, creativity let in us the world. know any way we can help yeah of course um now as we are winding down mm. i could already see the usually we don't have a show after us but i we have a show after us oh, on wow. air oh goodness. but not recording oh we're not okay. y- Utilizing the studio. Got it. We just put Radio Free Brooklyn on blast here, but mm. we have people peeking in. Okay. Yeah. So let's get to it. I have a little game for you. Ooh. 
Um, now this, I didn't write myself. Um, this is riddles, some riddles, Ooh, some fun okay. little riddles uh, from laughgaff.com. No pressure. Mm-hmm. Just fun. As, as Camille would say, for funsies. Funsies. Okay. Uh, ready for your first question? Yes. What has to be broken before it can be used? Um, a vagina? <laughs> 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 Do you <laughs> a hymen? <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll accept that. Okay, thank you. It is an egg. Oh, <laughs> okay. But I guess ovaries are a type of egg. <laughs> yeah, true. That was really good. Very dirty, but really good. <laughs> Sorry. Now Jimmy's mother yeah. had three children. Mm-hmm. The first was called April. The second was called May. What was the name of the third child? What was the person's name? Jimmy. Jimmy? Wouldn't it be June? No, it would be Jimmy. <laughs> the third child? Yes, because Jimmy's mother had three children. Oh. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> what begins with T ends with T and has T inside of it? <laughs> There's a ukulele for you. Begins with T. <laughs> Ends with T. Ends with T. And has T. And has T inside of it. T. Would you like a cup of tea? I'm going to pour it from teapot. A teapot. There oh my go. gosh. You gave away. Now you can hold it. Okay. <laughs> we don't have time for this, Camille. Okay. <laughs> you can hold it without using your hands or your arms. What is it? You can hold it without using your hands or your arms. Uh, That's right. Breath. <laughs> Damn right. Hey! What building has the most stories? Um, Isn't it like... The tallest building in the world, like the somewhere. Is it in America? I don't know. The answer we were looking for is library. Oh, <laughs> that music! It's been Good around. Point. <laughs> it's it's silly. <laughs> yes, it's been around for millions of years, mm-hmm. but it is never more than one month old. What is it? I would say billions of years. This is million. Let's just say billions. It's been around for millions of years. Billions. Let's go oh, with billions. The sun. Um, that's close. The moon. The moon. Uh, I guess because we can. <laughs> we can quantify the moon in a month, right? Yeah. We can tell how old the moon is within that month. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you get it. Okay. Yeah. Camille doesn't name me. <laughs> Astrology. Yeah. <laughs> what has four fingers, mm. one thumb, mm-hmm. but it isn't alive? Oh, four fingers, one thumb, but it isn't alive. <laughs> um, and it's not the hand of a corpse. <laughs> oh, that was my next guess. Uh, four fingers, a thumb, and it is a glove. That's right. That is I'm smart. She's smart. 
What cannot talk but will always reply when spoken to? What cannot talk but will always an echo? That's, wow, that's right. Yeah. I'm getting good at this. So we're going to try one more. Okay. But well, we'll see. Take away my first letter. Mm-hmm. Then take away my second letter. Then take away the rest of my letters. Why not? <laughs> Yet I will remain the same. What am I? Nothing. <laughs> 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 oh, Camille, you're fun. Space? Oh. <laughs> it's a postman. Oh. <laughs> so, guys, you are listening to the Junk and Jam Hour right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Ooh. Uh, for everything Radio Free Brooklyn, you can visit RadioFreeBrooklyn.org.com as well. Uh, for everything I do here, that is uh, for me, Christopher. Uh, you can visit JunkandJam.com. Oh. We have another show coming up this Friday, live show featuring Rock Band Constellation. That's the live taping. And um, for everything Camille Theobald, <gasps> you can visit www.camillefeobald.com. Yeah. Camille, thank you so much for hanging out. Thanks for having me. This is so much fun. You're my oldest comedy friend. This was so good. Oh. Now, did you mean that as I'm old? No. Because you... Are you are you telling everyone on the radio that you can see <laughs> your grace? My grace. <laughs> no, you don't have any. <laughs> my spider veins. My. <laughs> no. What do you call these crow's feet? My crow's, crow's feet. feet and my no. Ass. no, you look like a. I a promise you, I Cindy Crawford. I've been pearl. using the lotions. Yeah. You've been sending in Cindy. Keep <laughs> sending the lotions, Cindy. <laughs> they look great. Radio Free Brooklyn. Happy Monday, everyone. Happy Monday. Enjoy the rest of your day.